Welcome to the Cultured Guitarist. My name is Ammonite Al. Is that a word? It's a it's a fossilized sea creature, my friend. It's a, oh yeah. And uh, with me, as always, is Corinthian Leather Casper. <laughs> wow, I don't even know what to say to that. Well, you're the one with those leather booty shorts, my friend. So. Al, you said you wouldn't tell anyone about those. <laughs> I break promises. I don't know what to tell you. Well, it's an exciting day for us. It's it's This is something we've been planning to do since before we actually started releasing episodes of the podcast. We were already working mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. way up to this moment. With us oh, is a man we've talked about on every prior episode. The man, the myth, the legend. You just had to say that, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. You just had to just shove that very, you're punching, you're punching low, man. You got better in you. Come on. You can, you can do this. You can just pump it up. Again, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Ooh, neck crack. Nice. Yep. The man, the myth, the legend. You just said the same I thing know. with the deeper voice. That was what you wanted. No. <laughs> I wanted it. Anyways. <laughs> really flopping this awesome intro here, but we have Kevin freaking shown. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello from Regina, Saskatchewan, eh? Hey. 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 Hoser. How you doing? What's up? What's oh, up? Oh, man. So excited to, to hear your voice and have you on the show and have it sounding really good. This is great. Oh, I'm pumped to be here, guys. Thanks. Secret. To our listeners, we actually tried this once before, and it flopped horribly because oh. of audio issues. Audio issues. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly audio issues? <laughs> Mostly. 50-50. <laughs> it was also 3 a.m. on top After of the audio issues. a ton of technical problems, so. Yeah, there was, there was a, <laughs> it was a giant big flop of. Bad sauce on the overcooked steak. But we learned a lot. Yeah. About what we can't do. <laughs> I, I learned something as well. What did you learn, Kevin? That maybe doing podcast interviews at 3 a.m. in the morning is not maybe the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's you got us. it, buddy. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm oh. glad to be here, guys. Oh, oh, so stoked, man. Oh. I, it's been an exciting, uh, exciting last like twenty four hours at least for me. Uh, any, are you, either of you guys like keeping track of what's going on with like Nam? And uh, the only thing I know about Nam is what you've yeah. been telling me because I <laughs> have so much other things that I'm doing. Oh, I'm excited. There's been some exciting stuff. Can I can I share some exciting stuff? I know we usually go around and you know actually let's do this first. What have you been up to this week, Casper? Not All right. Much, man. What have you been up to this week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know right now. You don't? <laughs> Let me think about it. Cas- Casper's clearly displaying uh, the, uh, the aftershocks of being a single is, parent. Is, <laughs> it's in a bit of an error. It's been a long right week. Now. It's been a long week. Casper.exe yeah. will not load. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about you, Kev? <laughs> yeah, what's up in Kevin land? Uh, just doing my thing, man. Building pedals and... I'm sick, so there's that, which is interfering with my guitar practice, but uh, yeah, just working away. Well, you've always had sick riffs. Ooh. Ooh. 
I don't want to start to slap my knee because it might interfere with the audio, but yeah. that was a knee slapper. <laughs> that was, that a, was knee. a real knee slapper, right, eh? Right, right. <laughs> I get after Casper for punching low with the comedy, mm. and then I come out with... <laughs> You got a lot of builds going on right now. Hey, I've been I've been following avidly. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, seven in the works right now. Man, that's quite a few. That is a lot. Yeah, it's it's the most I've bitten off at any one given time. Oh, so exciting! And it's a lot. Yeah, I love yeah. I love seeing your your stuff come together, man. It is a thrill and a joy. So I'm well, gonna, thank you. Yeah, I am going to tell a tiny bit of a secret. That when I ordered my pedal <laughs> and we picked out the skateboard and you said to me, eh, don't really look at the art. That will come together after. I am not, yeah. I'm not saying that I don't absolutely love the artwork on my pedal, but I didn't see how fantastic all the other skateboards that I was looking at were going to turn out. And now I'm like, oh, why? Okay. Well, I, mm, okay. Yeah, that matchbox was wicked. Um, yeah, it wasn't regret. It was just like, you know what? I probably should have listened to Kevin and just let him pick one. Yeah, it's like it's that. But then I wouldn't have a wicked pedal called Gargantua. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, well, listen. It's not like there was a, a a scenario in this where you where you didn't win. No, exactly. So I'm not complaining yeah. at all. I was just like, man, there's so much artwork that you created uh, out of things that I totally couldn't <laughs> see. And uh, just phenomenal. Just love it. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you like it. I'm really glad you like it. That is the like biggest thing I've ever... Uh, pedal board pedal I've ever made. I think it's huge. It's so huge. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, well, this week I have been... Oh, yeah, Al, what did you I, do this I, week? I, I, thanks for asking, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I went over to a friend's house because he's been... Uh, he hasn't stopped playing guitar ever. He's been playing, you know, he's been gigging, working as a musician and stuff, but... He hasn't really been following pedals or guitars or any of the trends for like 15, maybe more years. Mm, yeah, probably. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So he, you know, last time he was in the game was like when I was just kind of starting in the game as far as like getting aware of what really cool gear was and stuff. So we've, we've bonded over our mutual love of things like Rivera amps and stuff like that. And uh, late 90s and early 2000s hardcore music and stuff and. But I went over, he wanted to start exploring effects pedals and getting into, like, using new new stuff. And unfortunately, because of a blizzard, I wasn't able to get home <laughs> to grab most of my pedals. So I only had my touring board with me, which the day before I had stripped down to exactly three pedals. But those three pedals. They were pretty good pedals. It mm. was So I, I took him a, uh, uh, I'm not counting the boss tuner. <laughs> As we probably obviously, shouldn't. Yeah. But so I had a Keeley uh, Katana Boost, my Empress uh, Echo System, and my Doctor Scientist Atmosphere with me, uh, and those are those are two pretty in depth pedals to to go through. Yeah, Atmosphere last and tools. the Empress, right? Yeah, yeah. Keeley's pretty simple. On, off, off yeah. yeah, louder, quieter, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So, but it was it was fun to pour through those banks and see somebody with with fresh eyes who hasn't been using them for because I've had those on my board for six or eight months or something. Well, more than that. Yeah, I don't remember when I got both of yeah. them together, but 
Um, so it's fun. See, to, I didn't yeah. even really get to play with him that much because I just got bogged down by the video game <laughs> on the on the atmosphere. <laughs> he did too. <laughs> <laughs> we played a little bit of uh, of Flappy Psy or whatever it is called. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but it was fun to go through that with him and, and I'm going to take him my, some other pedals that, so he can, uh, mess around with those at great length, like my, my bit quest and stuff. And a couple of, uh, Kev's pedals that I wanted to show him that uh, I wasn't able to. So I'm sorry about that, Kevin. Um, I am not offended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So, but uh, let's enough about that. Enough about my life and your life. And yeah, let's talk about something we actually care about. Oh my gosh, Nam! I got cake. We got a <laughs> cake. Oh, oh, sorry, Nam. Yeah. yeah, sorry, that's going on. Cake this weekend. is yeah. well. Cake is better than Nam, but Nam is pretty cool too. Nam is pretty wicked. So hey, you can you can have cake anytime you want. You can only have Nam like what three times a year? Uh, two, three times. Two, two times. Two times a year. There's a summer Nam and two a winter Nam. Yeah. Winter Nam's in yeah. Anaheim. It's, it's, it's going, going on, on right, right now. now. Yeah. And then summer as of, Nam's as in of Nashville, us recording right? this, when you're hearing this, it's probably been over for a week or more couple of weeks or something yeah. by the time this episode comes out i think but and and now we're all broke yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i'm particularly excited about a couple of a couple of things and, mm. and i mean there's literally tens of thousands of things going on at nam right now and it's only been day one as of us sitting down and recording this so i'm not going to get into a whole lot of it but there's a couple of standouts for me one which i think we can all get behind the Ranger Effects mm-hmm. <laughs> mini bar. The mini bar liquid analyzer. Oh, what? Have I... you, Kevin, have you seen this pedal? Yeah, and I'm still confused by it. I just seen it on Instagram. Do you really pour liquid in that you thing? You really, really pour do. liquid in it. Yeah, so it's got a little hopper and uh, it's got two electro- electrodes or something going into it. I'm not, don't quote me on this. The, the science is a mystery, but you, you pour liquid in it. Yeah, you, whatever liquids in any combination, it doesn't. You can do whatever. That's the whole point of it. It's you, motor oil and urine, whatever. I, maybe don't use those two, but uh, those are the first two that came to my head. That second Not one, tea, which that I'm second literally one drinking, would be an out of this world tone. Urine. Yeah. Because it would be a Uranus tone. Get it? Uranus? Oh, <laughs> uh, boom. Oh, man. Oh, boy. This is, this is jokes. our usual level of comedic value is really nosedive in this Hey, episode. I'm a grown-up. I do what I want. Which I can only assume is to blame on Kevin, because he's mm. here. This is all his fault. That makes total sense. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, you're man. welcome. Well, Casper, you're a grown-up. I don't even know what that is. I'm older <laughs> than you, too. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, the Ranger Effects totally mini cool. bar liquid analyzer. Such a neat pedal. And it's about, I, I, I don't know the actual official price. It's 99 euros, I think. Or, or pounds. pounds. Like I, pounds. I might have misread it. But it's around 150 bucks to 200 bucks Canadian. Not expensive. Wow. No, yeah. not at all. And none of Ranger effects are, are really expensive considering what they are. They're pretty high quality things and they're yeah. wacky and out there and fun. And I mean, I, my fantasy island is full of those pedals, mm. you know? That's true. We did the fantasy island thing a while back and uh, you cheeky monkey, <laughs> you thought of Ranger effects and I didn't and I feel like an idiot. Yep. I'm taking half <laughs> of Harmony's vintage catalog and... <laughs> 
Totally. I was like, why would you buy three of those? I don't. I know. Okay, listen. What if one gets wet? <laughs> I need backups. Gosh. Aren't you on an, aren't you on an island? You're yeah. You're going to need that. It's an island with power for our electric guitars, so presumably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we okay. call it the Fantasy Island episode, but really the scenario didn't involve an island. It just involved yeah. a pile of money that you had to spend on guitar gear. It was basically oh, no, I, I know. Brewster's Millions just guitar stuff. guitarists. Yeah, <laughs> which is better, I think. Yeah. I mean, I love John Candy, but. It's true. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the, the Ranger, the Ranger, we've talked about it, the minibar. Let's, let's uh, now move, move on, on to. This this the next thing that I'm I'm really excited and about. My my texts were inundated with this because <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Oh, I was really freaking out. Yeah, so I'm a huge huge fan of casinos. I love them to pieces. He's a real I, gambler. I have. Yeah. <laughs> this is a podcast. Oh, this podcast. So you really love the I love Epiphone the casino. Epiphone casino. It's one of my favorite guitars of all time. It is a it is perfection in six strings. Mm. It, it is just. It's one of those guitars that, like, it's like, don't change a thing. You've stopped drilling. You've struck oil. Go. And Epiphone, you know, for a lot of years has been, I'm going to say, kind of neutered by its, uh, you know, parent company, Gibson, um, especially since they stopped U.S. production. There's there's some notable cool stuff in, in the Korean years and, and mm-hmm. the Japanese years. and I was going to say those you know, two stand out as uh yeah highlights but i would say since they shuttled all all u.s manufacturer epiphone has been on a slow march every 10 years to lesser and lesser quality until recently last few years epiphone's been really killing it especially considering gibson wasn't for <laughs> until this last year um but this year they've revamped the entire epiphone line into like uh, original inspired type things mm-hmm. and modern type things, which is mm-hmm. very, you know, kind of like what Gibson's doing with uh, an original series and then a modern series. And they've even gone so far as to redesign the Epiphone headstock to be the classic open book Kalamazoo style Epiphone headstock. A lot more Gibson looking, a lot nicer looking, I think. Not that I had a big problem with Epiphone's headstock that they've been rocking for like 30 years but it is nice to see a a nicer looking headstock and nicer looking font and stuff but more exciting than that usa made epiphones are back they're back for the first time since you know, i mean there's been a couple of like tribute series and stuff sure but basically for the first time since uh the kalamazoo era usa gibsons are back or epiphones are back i am particularly excited about the casino mm-hmm. in Royal Tan. That was a Fantasy Island guitar for that you. That was literally on my yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a freaking production model now. I can get this thing. I can't get this thing because I'm broke as heck. But I can fantasize about it <laughs> and not spending sixteen thousand dollars on it like my uh, fantasy draft pick one was. Mm-hmm. Totally. Cool like, thing about that too is you're you're buzzing over the casino yeah, I'm and i'm out. actually i'm actually kind of looking at their the worn p90sg mm. which is one of their kind of modern yeah. but worn lines i'm i'm not and they make a 61 style sg with like the liar tremolo yeah. thing and stuff like there's some cool stuff in this new upphone catalog including and uh 
I'm not the hugest Kiss guy. I don't know everything about them or stuff, but the Tommy Thayer Kiss Les Paul mm-hmm. is rad as heck. Purple hollow flake sparkles. Oh, it is so sparkly. It's very sparkly. Right up Al's alley. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> anyway, enough about Epiphone. Let's talk to the man of the hour. Yeah. Kevin Schoen. Who? What? <laughs> Are you, you youngsters talking to me? Back Sir, in I was, my I, day. <laughs> I was just, I was flossing. You know, you, gotta, you have to have good uh, dental hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> wow. Good for Same you, man. Kevin. Congratulations. Good job, okay, buddy. Okay, we'll give it, okay. For 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 our listeners, uh, give us the give us who you are. Tell us who you are. Tell us what you do. Okay, well, mom always told me that I had a face for radio. Well, uh, <laughs> um, mom was wrong. You're beautiful. Yeah. So my name's Kevin Schoen, obviously, uh, and I am the, I guess, owner of Schoen's Wood Effects here in. Frigid Regina, Saskatchewan, <laughs> Canada. Yeah, yeah. You were what minus forty this week? That's Celsius uh, no. for our well, American friends. We we hit fifty. Oof. I think. Cheapers. I, I, oh, I was sleeping. <laughs> I, I wasn't awake for that. <laughs> Most people would hibernate. I think that's too cold. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a good thing. Oh my no. gosh, minus fifty degrees Celsius. That is absurd. I don't even. Yes. Wanna, like, I didn't want to think about it. I yes. got to minus 20 here. Yeah. Our okay. power, a.k.a. hydro bills, are quite high here. I believe it. I, I bet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Loving it. The owner, creator, mastermind of Shoneswood Effects. And tell, yes, us, about, tell us about Shoneswood Effects. Tell, me, tell, tell us everything, man. Give us the Where did you start? Yeah start from the beginning hmm. okay well i yeah okay uh <laughs> i'll try to make this a, a long story short um so i was work, i've always played guitar i've been playing since i was about seven uh no intentions of building anything just i love playing guitar and singing singing my songs and uh i ended up in what mid-30s working for a contractor doing contractor work right and uh i'd go I, I bought some tools and i'd go and do some stuff around the house after i learned how to do something and and uh one day i uh, sorry i have to go back i had a big beard back then and one day i had some combs and i made a little um comb holder for this comb i had that's how it started and then I ended up making beard combs for about three years. And that was all fun and fine and fantastic. And then I cut my fingertip off at a table saw. <laughs> this is abridged. Yikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, was, that was a fun day. That was a fun day. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> say that like somebody who's just like really damaged. <laughs> that was super fun. <laughs> I didn't get I didn't get any pain meds for like an hour and a half after I got to the hospital. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was it was anyway, I was, you know, lying in the bed. I was yeah, I cry. 
I cried. I was like, kill me now. I'm never going to be able to play guitar again. Which hand? Because it was my, it was my, in, uh, my index finger on my uh, fretting hand. Youch. Which, yeah, is like the worst possible finger tip to lose, right? Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> nine, month, nine months later, I was able to play guitar again, so whatever. I'm looking, but, uh, Al's assessing all ten of his digits going, I don't know, man. Which one would be the oh, worst? I hate that you could see me all I the know. time. He just saw me like lift up both my hands with my fingers up and look down at them. Just, I'm a monkey. Yeah. I'm just a, just a half-trained gorilla well, over here. Uh, Ten finger, pick finger. Yeah, just, uh. Tony Lomi lost uh, a lot of the ends of his fingers in an industrial accident too. We, did you call him he Tony did. Lomi? Yeah, <laughs> Tony Lomi. I don't so know. Iomi. Iomi. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Tony Lomi. He owns a restaurant in Brooklyn. That guy. <laughs> Tony so Lomi. <laughs> so you know what? I've anyway. never heard it spoken aloud. I've only so ever read his name. Off, off-brand uh, Tony Roma's ribs. No, I'm serious. <laughs> That makes way more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway. Uh, but actually, cutting my fingertip off is what really got me into woodworking, which is kind odd. of odd. Yeah, most it people... It took me... Uh, I mean, I might have yeah, avoided it, saws for a bit, but... I did, yeah. I ended up buying a bandsaw to cut wood that you'd use a table saw on. And the table saw frightened me for about two years, and it, it still scares me. I have big push sticks now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and safety glasses that I never used to use. Anyway, uh, so I was making beard combs and, you know, posting them on Instagram. People are buying them. And, and uh, you know how it is on Instagram. People start talking to you. You make friends. And... Um, this really, really awesome guy, Chuck at Sounds, uh, um, Spoon Sound Effects, excuse me, in Quebec. Uh, we'd been talking, and he asked me if I'd build him an enclosure. So I built an enclosure, and that pretty much started me off. And then I got uh, involved with Kevin at Sound Slice Effects, again in Quebec, uh, who really taught me how to do everything uh he taught me how to uh solder circuits and taught me all about the components and everything and and uh i met another guy who uh, <laughs> collabed with me on, on instagram and, and we did a, a a run of six pedals with my enclosures and he just gifted me the circuit that he didn't want afterwards and that became my uh my first um original circuit called the grub drive so which mm. uh i freaking love me too yeah and if and if i thank you and if i could say one more thing about that is that another guy who's a friend of another guy <laughs> <laughs> gifted me uh the the shrapa circuit um his name's digger he's from uh, fatfoot effects uh just like I can't tell you guys how many people out there on Instagram in the world are just like showing so much kindness to me. You know, I, I that's something so, I've noticed about the the small builder community, the indie indie builder community, the pedal guys and stuff. It's not like it's not like 15 20 years ago where guys were, you know, like Bill Finnegan had to like 
soak his his circuits in epoxy to try and hide his circuit design so people would wouldn't steal it. it it's now as people are, are really really helping each other and 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 sharing things and not asking anything in return and just just everybody it's it's become a really good environment like very fostering of friendships oh totally much more open community yeah well and and you know most of the people i'm not going to say everybody but most of the people understand what i'm trying to do so i consider it like audible art not the circuit itself per se but you know visually but it's a piece of art you can play Hmm. i think that's a really good way to think of your pedals yep absolutely so the reason why um, I ended up with these circuits is because I didn't want to do clones. So, like, my effects are obviously similar to other pedals, just like every other pedal is. But it's not a 100% clone. It's it's an, something original to uh, the designer which allows me to maintain originality in my pedals. Yeah, that's awesome. I hear that a lot with, with the indie builders, you know, and that's how a lot of guys get started on their own circuits is that, you know, they were, they had a vision for something they wanted to do, but they don't want to be building clones and they wind up making something totally unique to them and totally awesome. And I think that's great. And I think, I think you have that. It is. And I mean, we're all gear nerds, so you can have more than just one pedal. So you can what? buy every overdrive, you know. <laughs> I don't know what all you're talking about. All these fuzz guys. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any overdrive pedals, just just two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just just have the two in that one box, that's all I got. <laughs> I've got quite a few. And I, I, I actually, I have quite a few fuzz pedals, and I don't even use fuzz, but I somehow seem to have have gained these fuzz pedals off of uh, friends and and people that I've met over the internet. So, and I I just want to keep growing it. I love it. I love it, man. So, you 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 forgot to include one part of your story, and that's the the how and why of the because you talked about becoming, you know, a, a carpenter and becoming a a guy who worked with wood and with with tools and stuff, but you never talked about. Why skateboards? Skateboards. Yeah. Yeah. Because all I realize that now. For for anybody who hasn't heard (laughs) us talk about this in the last, uh, God only knows how many episodes now. Well, two two months. (laughs) Two months of yeah, straight. Two months straight of the culture (laughs) guitarist. Yeah. Um, talking about your pedals and how much we're gonna have to start talking about someone else. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do. We talk about Doctor Scientist every episode as well. (laughs) And we 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 warned. uh, our last guest too that he was joining this illustrious group. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and, and 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 we have Sheldon from uh, True North uh, Effects uh, coming in soon, and, and I'm sure it'll be the same for him. Um, but all of your pedals, for for those who somehow have missed it, and all of our babbling about this, are made of skateboards. Mm. All your enclosures, thrashed ones. To yes. Be. Yeah, used skateboards. And and that's the best way to go. I, I've used brand new ones, and it's not. It, it's just not right. It's just not. But insane. yes, it's not. It's not. It it has to be. Um, aside from me having to pay for new ones, which, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I don't. You know, I don't pass that cost on to the customer. I just, I just pay for it. So, yeah, it's 
not always the the best business decision <laughs> that I've made, but um, yeah, like I said uh, before, I started making beard combs and I ended up using skateboards for them. And when Chuck from uh, Spoon Sound asked for an enclosure. We went with skateboards, and now I'm the skateboard pedal guy. <laughs> and everyone is. I only well, it's true, right? I uh, I only use uh, one deck per pedal, so uh, there's never ever going to be two pedals that are the same. Oh, which is mm. so cool, and and a little so, like it's like bittersweet agony, yeah, slash reward because well, some of the pedals you've made are just so cool and i'm like oh gosh i want one it's like you're never gonna have that yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not gonna be a thing ever again which is you know well, like you said you. that's that's you the, know i appreciate that <laughs> but that's the art of it that's like you said so well and that's the intention right it's you know beard combs was fun but i'm a guitar player and making these pedals is like so rewarding for me and you know, you were saying Casper earlier about um, you know seeing all these different decks and not being able to see what happens at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, I should have like waited or whatever. And yeah, that's that kind of is the same thing for me. Like I I can see something in them, but they don't really come together until they're done. Yeah. But then you know, at the very end of it, it's it's so rewarding to have that you know piece of art, and I I've made myself a bunch of them and I get like, Oh, I like that deck better. I like that deck better. <laughs> I just keep making them. And I'm like, Oh, I like, they're all the same circuit. I like, I, I guess I better sell these older ones. Cause <laughs> what am I going to do with it? Right. Let somebody else enjoy it. So. Oh, uh, I, I, it's, yes. it's, I, I love, it. I love your approach. I love your work. I love, I love that you're a little bit staunchly Canadian and, and you're using Robertson screws. Yeah. To... <laughs> That's well, a good you know point. What? You know what? And I know that probably bothers some Americans that want to take the the backs off and see what's inside. If you want, I can take a picture. I can send it to you <laughs> prior to you getting it. <laughs> but honestly, you know, you can use Philip head screws in uh metal like you know the machine screws on the back of every pedal but phillips head are not good for wood nope they're just not the heads strip easily robertson screwdrivers canadian made they just are better sorry america i love you you've been so kind to me but our <laughs> screws are better <laughs> it's just a fact well it's just a fact that's awesome. You know, okay, so I went full nerd a couple of weeks ago, and I watched an hour-long <laughs> documentary on YouTube by, I think it was Forgotten History, was the, the guy that does it, on the, and I watched one on the history of the Robertson screw. Wow. Yeah. You were trapped out of your house, weren't you? Yeah, that guy went broke. <laughs> uh, he, he didn't entirely go broke. He, he went broke a couple of times, but he, he did find success with the Robertson screw. There was... Uh, um, he had some bad uh, business early in his his, his career that led to some, uh, I, I guess, trust issues, you might say, on his part. 
which led to him being a little reluctant to license his screw design, which is why the Robertson didn't take over the world like the Phillips did, Mm. because they were kind of uh, head-to-head and set to do that. But Hmm. anyway, that's a real... uh, So today on the Screwdriver Podcast... (laughs) They're organic and gluten-free as well. That's right. <laughs> so for, you know, anybody that's health conscious, it's okay. So, it's okay. So the grub drive was with Spoon, uh, sorry, Spoon, spoon Sound? Uh, no, the grub drive is uh, designed by Jordan at um, Pine Box Customs. Oh my gosh, I knew that too. Okay, sorry. So Pine Box Customs with Jordan. Um, so tell us about that because that circuit is super cool, mm-hmm. man. Um, well, he, when he sent, uh, the circuit to me to, to try out, uh, for our collaboration, I just fell in love with it. I was like, I like, that's all I want to play right now. So, uh, when I had the, ch- it's simple, it's just, um, a volume and a gain and it goes from pretty, pretty clean. You know, Al, Al's better at describing things than me, but <laughs> Uh, from pretty clean um, to if you, it hits fuzz territory, not necessarily. Sorry, Kev, I, I I don't mean to cut into you there. Yeah, we kind of uh, we kind of lost your audio signal for a moment. Am I still here? You're still you're back. Yeah, but everything you said oh, about okay, your pedal okay. kind of <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> I don't know if it recorded yeah, well, or not. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> okay, so yeah, if you it's it's a simple pedal volume and gain. Uh, with the gain all the way down, it's, it's pretty, you can hear it, but it's, it's not so bad or not so dirty. Uh, but if you turn it all the way up to 10, it gets pretty, uh, pretty wild, pretty close to fuzz territory. Yeah. It's, it's an awesome pedal. I don't know. It's, you know, I can't say enough and I can't thank Jordan enough for it. Cause I mean, the guy just does an amazing job at what he does. So, yeah, no, I love that circuit. I, I've, uh, I mean, this this past uh, week is the first time it hasn't been on my board since I I got one, um, and it'll be going back on soon. I just was rearranging stuff, but I I never thought I would love a, a two knob overdrive pedal. I always thought I'd want some EQ or some sculpting thing. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought like gain and volume would just be perfect for me, but that pedal was well, it, perfect. You know, it's funny. I've only been into pedals a few years. I spent my entire life playing, you know, uh, amp like a you know a hundred watt tube amp head distortion with like delay. That's always what I used. Well, now I'm there's something to be said for that too. <laughs> well, there is now. All of a sudden, I've you know I, I'm into these pedals so much, and I'm a very less is more kind of guy because I'm not into tweaking knobs. You know, I just I don't have the uh, the patience. Or the attention span for that so less <laughs> is always more for me and i have a lot of pedals that i run i mean but i pretty much just plug them in and if they work then they work and if they don't then i turn them off <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think early uh, when we were first starting to talk you sent me a video of the inside of your pedal room yeah and it's yep. amazing yeah it's a bit of a bit of a it's, fantasy land <laughs> Pretty crazy for a guy that only started doing this a few years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I have, I've got like seven pedal boards of varying sizes, full of pedals, and I I, I need to build another one or two because there's <laughs> other things lying around that aren't on a pedal board. 
Uh, you know, so. I, you know, you might want to consider like a display shelf or something. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about that, but the thing is, I make pedal boards occasionally too, right? You know that. So it kind of is like a way for me to showcase my art on top of my art. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking though, Al, that maybe I should build a pedal board shelf that I could showcase my pedals and my pedal boards on. Mm. So there we go. Pedal board shelf. Too much time on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> like you, like a Velcro <laughs> shelf. You're going to like stick the pedals to the wall. No, 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 no. I build um, like a nice shelf uh, to put the pedal boards on, you know. Oh, hey, I love that idea. That's cool. Five, six feet high. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do it. Do it. You know. Send us one. Do it out of skateboards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that one wouldn't be out of skateboards, though. (laughs) So we we learned a little while ago, we had a, a mutual friend of ours who was gonna build himself a pedal board and he never did but he went to a local wood supplier and bought uh half inch thick slabs <laughs> of one was uh purple heart and mm-hmm. what was the other one like Ooh, paduke or something paduke like that and oh something else he had a big chunk of coca bolo <laughs> or something yeah and, and they actually weren't so that expensive and they're they beautiful pieces of wood <laughs> Yeah, they're hard to work with, though. Yeah, yeah but each of them has their challenges for sure. But the reason he got oh, yeah. them so cheap is because they were huge, and you know, to make anything like he was thinking, like a pedal board or something, they would need to be uh, oh, totally cut down, cut yeah. down. And he had no tools or no way of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things, uh, like poor I'm not, guy. not sure what he was thinking, but yeah. <laughs> they got they they graced the side of my living room for quite a while. <laughs> 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 but yeah, well, I I'm all about the DIY. So I, I think he ended up actually giving all that wood to Trevor Cronbauer. Yeah, Trevor Cronbauer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. which and he will put yeah. that stuff to use. So yes, he will. That'll be part of some beautiful acoustic. That's uh, awesome. So, so you did. You started with the grub, and then how long were you just the grub circuit? Well, I did that for about a year. Uh, again, many thanks to Jordan and um, one of his buddies. Uh, Digger at Fatfoot Effects um, asked me if I'd be interested in a fuzz circuit. I believe that's the way it went. So he sent me uh, a board to test out. And again, I just plugged in and played with it for a bit. And I'm like, nah. And then I like I went back with a different guitar. And I'm like, oh, man. like I really want to use this. So that was it. I'm like, wow. dude, this sounds awesome. And... Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's let's do it. And it's a little weird. I know it might sound a little weird. I'm a pedal builder, but I'm not the designer of the actual circuit themselves. I don't think that's. Weird. I don't think that's. There's weird. a lot of dudes out All there right. that. Uh, I mean, but, you know, how many people? I don't are, let that stop me. How many people are um, selling pedals that were ghost designed by someone else? You know, I, I know. Um, I forget his name, but the guy behind Spiral Effects. Uh, there's more than you think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know, he he did all of DoD's current line that they just kind of re-released, or mm-hmm. not, if not all, a bunch of them. So, you know, it, it's it's a thing. There's a lot of people doing it. So you, I don't know. Not every pedal builder can be an electrical engineer, too. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's just yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing, right? Like the way that I build a pedal, which of course you guys know, 
is is far different because I'm not using just uh, you know a screen pin printed metal box or no, um, that's, that's a lot just a, lot a generic of work. box. A lot, a lot of work. It is an awful lot of work that I don't think uh, some people understand, but I really, really appreciate it's my art. <laughs> I really well, appreciate yeah. it. And I appreciate you for appreciating it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> the uh, You said something earlier about uh, plugging in a different guitar into the Shralp. And then you were like, ah, right? Totally. So I did something similar of... with the Shralp on my board. That's that's part of the pedal you built me. And like, yeah. I love the fuzz tone. And I'm not a huge fuzz player, much like Neither you. Neither am I. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> I I did I grabbed actually my and I think I've said this before on air but I grabbed my uh, my hollow body Gretsch and I tuned that into an open D like a blues tuning and I I lost like two and a half hours just just moving around the fretboard and playing around with a slide it was and it, it just captivated my imagination and my and it inspired me to do things that I would never normally do it was really really great and yeah and that's that's how i feel about them too is that you know you plug in everyone's after this specific tone well why don't you as an artist try to be like just a smidge creative and work with what you have right in front of you at any given moment you know like i get i'm a big metal guy i love metal and everyone's using the fractals now and everyone sounds exactly the same and you there's know, I... there's there's no creativity to it as far as as songwriting goes because it's just a generic tone and I'm sorry I don't know what you're gonna say but <laughs> let's fight or duel or something because, <laughs> okay well okay because I listen I listen to a lot of it and like tonally it's like all the same I think that's but you know I think that can be said of any genre of music and during any wave of it yes you're right <clears throat> but. You know, I, th- no, I lose, think losing my point, <laughs> uh, um, you know, it's I think it's up to the guitar player um, to find that creativity. And that's what those pedals did for me. Uh, okay. So that's yeah, why yeah. I like them so much, because they push me to find, you know, just that right riff or that, you know, the right delay or the right reverb to put with it or or whatever. And it, it gets me out of my box or my comfort zone and it allows me to be a bit more creative and and be a bit more inspired i guess oh, I love it. I, it doesn't work for every song right it yeah, doesn't but I think, show me a pedal that does so i i think that's that's part of the endless pursuit of i mean that's why we need five thousand different companies making eighty thousand different drive pedals and like, yes there's, there's exactly never, that's uh, why we're gear nerds right yeah mm-hmm. every every time you plug in something it, it draws something new out of you and and uh vice versa so you know it you can't go wrong absolutely but oh sorry go ahead i just think you know getting back to the fractal thing and metal and stuff i think you're making a point you're you're right in a sense like a lot of those things are going to sound the same um and by the way, I love Fractal. I mean, if if I could afford one, I'd buy one right now. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> they do very, sound amazing. <laughs> they're very they're very interesting units. I mean, I've I've never gotten along super well myself with the really really in depth units like that. It's just not how my brain works. I've always been more of a a pedal type feller. Um, yep. But I mean, that's you know, I've got I've got some friends that uh, 
um and playing a band called arrival of autumn they just you know they're they just did a tour with like in flames and red and that's what they've been using they've been using the fractal setups and stuff and okay it sure makes their uh they're setting up real easy i'm dumb what's that what a fractal i'm gonna have to look that up <laughs> fractal audio it's uh kind of like a 2020 uh pod it's like uh, a rack mountain unit okay okay yeah no. they've been going for a bunch of years now yeah, but... it's been out for a while but uh it's it's really really high-end stuff like okay. studio quality stuff it's yeah it's it's beautiful crazy. beautiful yeah. stuff amp modeling and, and effects and and it's just basically you know i get why they do it you know uh, metal back in the day was all about the full stacks everywhere and huge amps and all that kind of stuff and and nowadays uh, i think modern metal people are showing up to hear the music and then the other chunk of the crowd is there to see the technicality of how the music is played and well and it makes a lot of sense as, as the guitar player like yeah everything's it's consistent. instant tone yeah yeah and there's nothing to lug around but that being said we're we're on the other end here we're with with you on the other end where everything is about it's about the grittiness of it it's about the texture of it it's about the uh the rawness it's, it's of about it. the analog experience yeah, and that's what it meant raw analog and yeah and and uh i think that's why your stuff is is so lovable you're an extra step in that direction you're not just like you said you're not just a cool pedal in a hammond enclosure you're a cool pedal in a handmade upcycled skate deck piece of art and well, that's thank like you home run yeah it's it's you know? really cool and you're man I'm, I'm just looking at your i have your instagram open here in front of me and i've seen you do this a couple of times where you go above and beyond like with the uh yeah i think you still have it up for sale on your reverb shop uh the r ska pedal mm. yeah which yeah. uh for our listeners uh, go through go to kevin Schoen's reverb it's absolutely worth the visit um shown at what is it at shown's at shown's at yeah. Shoneswood on Reverb, or on, on Instagram, sorry. Well, check out at Shoneswood. Check out the Reverb page, too. On Reverb <laughs> as well. Check out his Reverb shop. But he, he made a pedal recently, and uh, I'm assuming it used to say skate <laughs> on yes. the board. And now it says ska. <laughs> <laughs> and the board, it, it has a big yellow R on it, and then the rest of the, the enclosure is purple. And Kevin went so far as to get purple and yellow wire for the inside of the pedal. <laughs> well, let's make everything match, right? Well, I love it, man. That's that's a <laughs> that's, that's that's like a the detail that you you don't find that when I open I don't find that when I open a Boss Metal Zone. It's not all black no. and orange wire in there. <laughs> no, no. And another thing too that astonishes me that I absolutely love about your pedals is the bottom of the pedal is absolutely stunning in every case. <laughs> Like the yeah, the sanding I, and the prep and everything you do to have to make the bottom of the pedal flat is obviously the per, the reason that it comes <laughs> out the way it does. But having multicolored skateboard layers of wood come out the way they do, man, they're absolutely stunning. And I, the, I well, thank you. I hated putting Velcro on it and sticking it to my board, knowing I'd never see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of pedals I've made with a. There's one on my reverb or in my reverb on my reverb store right now. Um, the pedal, like, yeah, okay, it's cool. It's it's blue and white, but the bottom of it, you know, in hindsight, I should have made it the top. It's like stained blue bird's eye maple. I have that in front of me right right there. There it is. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, like, totally wasn't thinking that day. I guess, but you know, whatever. 
That's the way it goes. <laughs> and that's the only, that's actually the only piece of like probably like 300 decks I've cut up that I found that so far. Wow. Just make a new bottom you... for it and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make a new pedal where this one's well, the top. I think that was when just... we were when you were assembling mine too. You sent me a picture of all the pieces and like just kind of laid out and I was like, "Oh my god, look at that green one." And it was the inside of the bottom. And I was like, "Oh." And he's like, <laughs> yeah, "No, you like... just said no. You don't get to see that anymore." I was like, "Oh, man." It's <laughs> just so cool. But you know, well, some... you know that Oh, sorry. Go. No, go ahead, Al. I was gonna say you do. You did just post up a bunch that you made where you sanded them all, and it is all the oh, like gorgeous, the glossy, well, sandy layers, and they look phenomenal, man. Yeah, I did that blue and white one, and then the pink one's just colored, but it's um, it's still got some thrash to it. Oh, but I you're, left oh, okay. You're, I got it. I got it. No, Kev, you're you're under. Okay, for for our, our beautiful <laughs> listeners. What? Okay. <laughs> Here it is. I'm Canadian. Un- here's, Uncle Al moment. Here's today's Uncle Al moment. <clears throat> Near dear listeners, Kevin shown us what we like to call helping here in Canada. Very, very humble. In fact, he's too humble. Yeah. Okay, Kevin, buddy, these things are gorgeous, man. You're underselling them. I'm telling. I'm telling the world. The world that obviously listens to us, our millions of listeners. That's, what, that's why I have you in my corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, well, listen, we'll talk about the money after the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, i got to send Al paychecks now. Um, <laughs> no, no, okay. So Al and Casper. Yeah, he yep. mentions yeah sorry, Casper. He's, he's I love a, you too, Casper. <laughs> hey, hey, you should have worked this out earlier. You don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, he's saying the blue and white one I made like eh, it's just a blue and white pedal. No, it's not just a flipping blue and white pedal. It's sanded down layers of skate decks. So you have a blonde layer of natural wood and then you have this blue layer that comes out in random patterns because skate decks are curved. And when you sand them flat, they make a random mm-hmm. color. Pattern. And there's. There is abalone. That's right. Here. He's inlaid oh, abalone right. fret markers on underneath the knobs for your zero position. The knobs are red, so they look. I really, really dig the string furls. And I was just—that's the next oh, one. What a great! Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing that randomly. Yeah. So, so awesome. This, this, this deck is. I like those random colors: hot pink on the top, and a whole hue of rainbow colors on the other sides. Rainbow knobs. And then for the zero position marker for the knobs, again, he took colored ball ends of strings, like you get in a pack of D-Darios or something, and inlaid them. Dude, come on. Yeah. Don't just undersell yourself like that. This is gorgeous stuff, man. This is next I've level. I've got to be creative. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So um, the shipping on my pedal is, um, you know, I don't know what it cost you, but I'm going to send it back. And I'd like you to inlay those into my. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. I'm, I'm kidding. I can't afford to send it back. To you. <laughs> it you is know, a big pedal. Yeah. yeah it's it like sending a Boeing 747. Yeah, you need a sky crane to get it off the board. You know that, that thing that NASA does where they ship the space shuttle on top of a, like, a yep, whole yep, yep, like, yep. jet plane? It's, it's like that. That's what's shipping your pedal to Kevin. I think it's the 747. Yeah. Well. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's a, if you're if you're comparing me to NASA, that's not so bad. 
<laughs> well, the Those shipping. guys got their stuff together, right? <laughs> <laughs> ouch! Ouch! <laughs> No, man, I just, I can't get enough of your, and every, okay, so on top of the fact that every one of your pedals is unique, just by the very nature of using, just by default, you know, worn and torn skate decks, you also yep. randomly combine your pedals to make duels, uh, or in Casper's case, a custom made triple pedal. Um, you see, see this smile? No, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's grinning like a. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. It's, uh, everything I can think of, I shouldn't say on the air. That's probably that's um, probably for the best. Al. <laughs> so you've got random, like you know, you'll have dual pedals that are dual grub drives, or you'll have a dual shroup, or you'll have a dual grub slash shroup. Yeah, why not? You right? know, it's it's pretty. I I pretty have cool. a, a I have a dual grub drive on my pedal board table. If no one's seen my Instagram, they don't know what the pedal board table is, but it's <laughs> basically a coffee table that I built. The covered. size of a pedal board. <laughs> covered in a pedal board. <laughs> yeah. Why not, right? That's yeah. genius, um, man. Now that I've seen I, it, I'm I like, was going to order one. one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so you're talking about having a hard time with shipping. <laughs> Just that, that took me a long time to make. Send it to me with some IKEA instructions and I'll assemble it here. <laughs> IKEA instructions. <laughs> but you have to handwrite them, okay? And draw the little pictures. Call it the Kevin. Well, of course. The, the Kevin Flugen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to just send like a photocopy of something I've previously drawn for everybody else. <laughs> that's not my way. That's, yeah. that's not the that's yeah. not the Shoneswood way. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I love it. Well, it's, you know what? It's it's great. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say this quick. Yeah, no, it's do great. It. We uh, we've all had the experience that you get something from a smaller maker. I know I have because I've I've met a, a lot of guys on and girls. Um, um, on Instagram and it's so nice to get like a note, whatever, just, Hey, thanks. You know, it's, it's just that little extra. I took the 10 seconds out of my day just to put a little <laughs> note in that says, Hey, thanks for like supporting me. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Again, underselling yourself. Like I didn't open 18 pounds of candy and craft dinner. <laughs> so, well, that's yeah. a, the shones would experience you know that's what it is well, it was an experience yeah i open a box it's rattling and it's <laughs> yeah it's like it's that like, doesn't sound right pedals don't sound like that what's going on and it turns out well, there's the, uh, like 30 different types of candy in my box and the pedal itself is in this hand-sewn bag on top of a funny little note from Kevin. <laughs> it was, yeah, I had a very, very similar experience. It was phenomenal. <laughs> well, and, let's just say that as a business decision, that wasn't the best choice for me to make. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say that's like like a limited thing, but well, I, I get it, man. You're, you're slimming down the amount of candy you're sending. <laughs> well. 30, 30 pounds of candy per pedal is... Uh, Maybe not cutting the into the bottom line a little bit. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't charge for anything like that. So anything like that, even the bags that I make that I sew for the pedals or whatever, you know, that's that's out of pocket. That's I don't charge people for that. Which is not always, as I said, it's not maybe the best business decision, but <laughs> it's what I want to do. So, yeah. and you say you're not a grown up. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> My wife can verify that. 
Oh, your wife's too sweet to say mean things. So, um, says a yeah, guy like who... on a podcast, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say it in person. <laughs> I think I, I like your wife. She's awesome. <laughs> she is. She uh, that's a, you know, she's really trying to push me to do this, and I really appreciate her support. It's it's not always easy. You know, every day is different. Just like any job, any anybody, we all have our ups and downs. But she's always supportive and she's really trying to push me to to delve into this more so i'm glad she is man because i mean listen casper and i have talked about this for going on a dozen episodes yeah (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't have more fervent fanboys than us (laughs) your your wife is right listen to your wife yeah do what you're told. Pursue yeah. the dream. Well, I'm I'm trying to listen. It's you know, <laughs> every day's new. Every day's different. My my friend Kaylee Cardinal has a podcast called Learning to Listen, and <laughs> that that's one of the most genius titles for anything I've ever heard. Because yeah, don't tell Janelle about that one. She'll <laughs> make me listen to it because I need to learn to listen better. <laughs> you're you're not alone in that. That is the that is the parable of the husbands everywhere. Um. Man, so, so you got you got the grub, you got the the shrimp. Uh, you make yeah. uh, you make a clean boost every once in a while, which you don't do a whole lot of those. Well, those are, those are just like some fun clones that you know maybe I have kicking around, or we'll just whip one together for somebody if they want one. I love it. I I enjoy. It. I mean, you, I've got one of your pedals that's a grub and and that clean boost in yeah. in one enclosure, and that's that's one of my favorite pedals I own. Um, because of that that boost in there just that's mm. such a handy combination man i and i'm i'm addicted to clean boost it's one of those pedals where i i want to have a small collection of them <laughs> and by small i mean 40 oh um, i totally get that yeah i totally get that it, it, <laughs> that's what i learned on that's how i learned to build a pedal is off of a clean boost so i th- you know i think it's one of those underrated things i think everybody undervalues one until they've had one for a little bit and then all of a sudden it's just like oh like <laughs> It's, it's, you know, it seems like such a useless thing to be able to just like, yeah, okay, a little bit more volume or less, depending on whether it's on or off. Got it. Okay. On to my super fuzztronics from wherever. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's really not what they're for. No. I mean, like, they do that. That's sure, what they do. But, but, <laughs> but it's, you know, sending an amp into a, into an overdrive state at the kick of a switch just to just for flavor, you know that's the great thing about a clean boost. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's just a flavor. My, my, Absolutely. My Keeley one, um, up until doing what I've been doing with it recently, we're using. I'm using it more as a boost. Uh, but before that, my my Keeley Katana boost was just an always-on pedal. I just liked whatever happened to my tone as it went through that. I just liked the way it came out, so it was just always on. I don't know what it was doing, but. It was coloring things very, very subtly, mm-hmm. which I mean, is not what I actually was supposed to do. But it, there was still a very mild amount of coloration. I think if you're running through a circuit, it's pretty hard to say it's not going to affect the tone. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know, it's there's so many different um, pedals out there, and you know, there's so many different people of different genres of music that can use so many of them. So it's nice just to have a super good variety 
you know, at your disposal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Absolutely. if it is just a clean boost, right? I mean, because maybe you just want that touch of grit when you when you punch it. That's it. That there's that tone for that song. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that yeah. it it just it like I say it's just a flavor thing that that affects other pedals in the chain as well. Um, it, I just think it's a it's a cool little tool. Um, not so much a not so much a, the the pinnacle or the highlight of a board, but just something for for taste, like like exactly. just the right amount yeah. of salt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so, forget the pepper. <laughs> <laughs> So what's uh, what's what's next? You got any uh, got anything cooking that you can tell us about? Or well, I I was hoping that uh, 2020 would bring a distortion. Um, oh. We'll see, we'll see. Ah, I I, I can't uh, wait for the clever name that's going to have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have the um, I do have the um, modified grub drive in the works. Um, it's aptly named the LSO Overdrive for any Henry Rollins fans. Don't say, don't don't say it, Al. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think you knew exactly where I was going. No, I do. I Shut do. up, Al. I've got some. I've got some test boards in the mail right now, heading my way to to test out. Um, nice. And it's it's actually it's it's got a few different components than the Grub Drive. It actually sounds a lot different to me. I can't speak for anyone else, but uh, well, we we've had to uh, me it sounds different. It sounds more. Yeah, go ahead. Because I we've had the um, the previous version of this pedal. Yeah. The uh, when it, when you used to call it the canoe drive. And, yeah, it's uh, more or less just rebranding it. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, it's it's very different than the grub. It's it's an entirely different animal. I would say. Mm-hmm. It is. They're all three pedals are kind of they're similar, but they're completely different at the same time. Which, literally, when you hear someone say that, makes no sense. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they are. They are. You know, um, the Grub Drive is a as um, is a low to medium gain. If you really want to punch it, it's to the point of breakup in the fuzzy territory. Uh, the canoe or LSO uh, overdrive to me is more of a fuzz distortion uh, with a tone knob on it. So I found that really nice depending on what guitar I was using and what pickups. And then you've got the shroud fuzz, which is, um, is a fuzz face type uh, fuzz pedal with a starver bias control, whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, and and I there is yeah I, I was kind of using it wrong because I didn't really know what what the well I, like I knew but I didn't know <laughs> so it's like I was kind of using that starve knob in, in the wrong way and like it was affecting the tone opposite or opposite to what I was expecting okay so yep. so I was like because oh, I just had the I had the schema or the schematic or like the actual the effect of that knob backwards in my head so. No, oh, okay. knowing what it does now, it's it's so much more clear. But I, when I first got the the gargantuawa, it was uh, it was like, oh, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's um, that was one of the things that sold me on it. But there is an internal trim pod on that pedal, which I have set at what I feel 
is the optimum, you know, audible pleasure point. So if you can find a screwdriver in America that will open up one of my pedals, the one of the fuzz can, pedals. Yeah, yeah. You can you can play with it, but it's I have set them um, so they're just super playable. It's a subtle subtle effect, uh, the starver bias, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you if you crank the fuzz all the way to ten, and then crank that starve all the way to ten, you just get that breakup. And it, yeah, it does. And I've gone through it myself. It does depend on your pickups and your guitar. But when you when you hit that sweet spot, then you're just you're there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love it, and so we'll stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> Like most people, I you know, like most artists, I make art for myself. I'm hoping that everyone else will enjoy it, but at the end of the day, you know, if you can't please yourself, how are you supposed to please anybody else? That's yeah, I got well to help it. Yeah, I like it. Andy, please, at least me. the two of us. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. Sounds weird just when yeah. I put it like that. It's a yeah. bromance between us three. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that yeah. No, yeah. you you've been you've been really good to us on the show, man. We've we've appreciated that since very early on before we even released the show. You you've been a big supporter and you've really had our backs and we appreciate and want really want to thank you for kicking in a pedal for our uh, our giveaway, which oh, 100%, um, man. Yeah, you know. To us. That's the one thing that we've all seen on the internet is people being mean, you know, with their words. Like and I've seen discussions on this on Instagram before chat rooms. And what is the point? If you don't have anything nice to say, then just don't say anything. And if you have something nice to say, just send somebody a kind word and they will appreciate it. So that's what I try to do. Right. It's, it's not about, you know, making everybody feel good. It's just, if you've got something nice to say, say it. And if you don't have anything nice to say, you know, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and and support isn't always about making a purchase. It's it's it, it's not buying a piece of swag. It's a lot of times it's just being like, hey, I really like that. That's cool. And you never hear from that person again ever. But that one remark makes you know the person making something feel good. So why not just do that? Well. And let's support each other. That's man. That's now awesome. I sound like a tree hugger. Well, <laughs> there's something to it, man. Yep, yeah, that's, you're, you're that's onto good, it. That's a good way well, to be. Good way to you live. Know, and some it's a cool, tough world. Some cool so. person's gonna get a really cool pedal out of it because of your kindness and your generosity. Generosity, man. Yeah. Well, I hope they dig it. If they don't, I will punch them oh. square in the nose. <laughs> right in the throat. <laughs> what are you doing? Back to violence again. Yeah. Back to violence. Right. If, somebody, if somebody doesn't appreciate your kindness and generosity and general just goodness, then then I'm, I'm going full lizard brain on them. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Well, it hasn't been bad so far. I mean, it's not like, you know. Somebody's tried to punch me out or something for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too no. old to fight anyway, so uh I but yeah, man, I, I we're very grateful for your for your support of the show and, and for being such a As such I am with you friend. guys. Well, you know, we're what can we say? We'll we're do, all in this together. We'll do anything for free stuff. I mean uh, we, 
<laughs> I love that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's no if only we could get that out of guitar makers, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the show's young. We'll see what we can. No, yeah. um, did, did you guys see that hot pink uh, cow? Or I can't remember the, uh, the model of it, but it's like a, like a firebird. Did you guys see that? That hot pink one? From Cower Guitars. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh man, if dude would have given me that, like <laughs> come on. I would take okay, listen. I'd love that guy. I'd say if like lots gonna, of nice things about that guy. Yeah, if we're gonna talk about Cower Guitars, I mean like is there oh. a bad one? Because I haven't no. seen it yet. <laughs> Everything Doug Cower makes is just like I worship at the feet of it. Like, oh, oh. so good. What a what a maker. There's yeah. a lot of them, though, man. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> if there's a problem with this new golden era of, of uh, guitar and pedal and amp making that we're in right now, because I, th- I think we're in one. We're, there's more than there's ever been. It's better than it's ever been. The problem oh, yeah. is yeah. I can't buy all of it, and yeah. neither can you. <laughs> well, that's the thing, yeah. <laughs> can't own I, it I'm all, s- and that's the hardest part. Yeah. You, you message somebody, you're like, man, that is the best thing I've ever seen in my life, but sorry, I can't afford to buy one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because, like, there's so many builders out there. And I I don't follow most major manufacturers because generally I know their lines. Like, mm. I, they're easy to keep tabs of. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I do follow do I. scads and scads and scads of the indie builders mm-hmm. out there. And totally. guys like Cower, Prisma, or Gronland Guitars. Uh, Kronbauer. Kronbauer. Tunatone Instruments Sterner. in Edmonton. Sterner makes cool guitars. Yeah. And Nutter. I Nutter, don't know if you've oh, seen yeah. Nutters. I love Nutter oh. guitars. Oh, so good. Yeah, and I, so and I would I would honestly. Abernathy. If, don't oh, forget Abernathy. Abernathy's so oh. good. Where were you when Al was building his fantasy list? Uh, <laughs> I know. You know what the stupid thing is? I was probably practicing. On my fantasy list, I bought a bunch of vintage stuff. And the only, like, I thought of two modern builders, Kronbauer and Gronland. I didn't put any, and that's the thing. If I could, I would buy at least one guitar from all of the makers we just talked about. Every mm-hmm. single one of them. Because oh, yeah, if I was so rich, yeah, good. I would. 100%. Like, there's so so many people that they're making cool stuff, and that's that's their living. That's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And it matters more to these to guys at, at, at your level or, or Gronlum's level. Like, yep. these are that's this is a cottage industry. These guys, you you buy a guitar from them or you buy a pedal from you. It matters. You, you can afford to eat that week. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's a big And thing. they super know what they're doing. Like, I mean, they're just abs- – they're pieces of art. Like, it's just – crazy playable art yeah yeah it's amazing yeah i've 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 i'm in awe of I've, a lot of the i've given skill of these fender people. and gibson lots of money and i'll probably give them a little more but there's a lot of indie builders out there that i really really want to support and send money to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when i can <laughs> when i can afford to spend money on things i did that once I, I got a guitar from a little tiny indie builder uh from the states a few years ago it's not a bad guitar he just built them in his garage Gave me a really good deal. <laughs> I, I I don't know if he's still doing it. He he actually was like working for like Pepsi or something. Oh wow! I don't know. Yeah, he was just an older guy that's doing his thing and cool making I, friends. I've done that uh, with this pedal maker I know out of uh, Regina. Yeah, super <laughs> rad dude. <laughs> well, he. 
I don't know if he's rad, but he, he tries. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for being on the show, dude. And, uh, we're, we've been so excited to have you. I, we would talk with you for hours if we could. And that's honestly well, probably kind of a problem. <laughs> well you guys you guys can text me later yeah, right <laughs> and we will of course so thanks so much well for... thank thank you for having me on the show oh, i man. really really appreciate it we we will well we'll you know, have thanks to have for you spreading on again the word time and, and it's about it's, it's about time I, I did yeah thank you know okay yeah thanks for spreading the word totally we're, we're we're happy to do it man and, we'll, and we definitely want to have you back again sometime and and, well, uh, I, I better come up with something new to talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make some stuff. We can fangirl about that, too. And, uh, yeah. So, and thanks, to everyone, for listening to the show and, and checking out what we do here at the Culture Guitarist. So, we'll see you all next time. Mm-hmm.